Welcome everyone. Thank you for being in the Persian show. Lele here and the Mindful Path as well here with us. Greetings everyone. And today with us we have Laura. So Laura, welcome to the Persian show. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much. So tell us uh, something more about you, right? So what you do and how did you join the mindfulness movement? Yeah, so I am a business transformation consultant with IBM Watson Health. And my job is basically to go in and do lean workshops or different workshops that empower teams to go make impactful change in the work they do. I came across mindfulness and when I joined IBM, uh, the Mindfulness Summit is basically where I started. And then I've just taken it on my own with a couple other people in Ann Arbor to do more things around mindfulness. We do some group meditation, even though we have a small group in Ann Arbor. Uh, and then I practice myself with Smiling Mind app and a few other things. Has it uh, changing the way you interact with teams or how you lead transformations? I think it changes everything I do. So what I mean by that is life in itself is very hectic. As you guys know, I had a hectic morning this morning. And myself in general, I seem to run, I, th I seem to think pretty fast and, and that's where my mind goes. So mindfulness helps me slow down. And when I slow down, what I mean by that is I'm able to basically in every moment see either an opportunity, which could be an opportunity to help someone, to learn. Um, in those transformation groups I work with, it um, might be to give them opportunity to see things differently. And sometimes it comes down to the words you say at the moment and actually those small details. So rather than being caught up in a lot of things going on, you're, you're in the present moment and then you can see different opportunities to help people. Correct. And sometimes it's helping other people. Sometimes it's being able to do something for myself. So I, I think you guys know I released a book called Inspiring Bold and that came from me being present. I was at a different conference and somebody had left a little book and I just happened to look at their book and I thought, I think I could write a book like this. And then before I knew it, I was writing a book. And then before I knew it, I had it published and away I went. And that, by the way, that was a dream I had since I was 10. So when I was little, I used to write all the time. Mm -hmm. And life has a way of pulling you away from those moments, you know, from those dreams when you're a kid. And everything else gets in the way, career, family, and all those type of things. So I was really grateful that I was able to get back to that. Interesting. So that basically that's uh, where, you know, mindfulness and you know, realizing you are in the present and you're totally in charge of all your actions, that it's a possibility that helps you as well to, to take that decision in this like right moment instead of letting slip away. Yeah, I think all those th thoughts and ideas are out there for any of us to grab. And I think for me, mindfulness lets me go ahead and seize those opportunities. But I'm a firm believer in that, you know, there's this karma in the universe and what you put out, you know, comes back to you. But mindfulness lets you kind of seize that opportunity. So uh, tell us more about the book. What is the book about? Uh, the book. So the book is my journey to servant leadership. Um, it started out being a book on lean and all this other stuff. And then slowly it just evolved into my personal story. So now I joke all the time that I'm an open book because I am, there is a lot of stuff in there about vulnerability. And, you know, it's funny because IBM is big on the Brene Brown and brave leadership. And that's all part of my journey. I just hadn't used that from IBM before. 
um, it's for me, it's been turning. So I always say I'm not the same leader I was seven years ago. I think I'm a quite different person. Um, and it's about really as a leader being able to give what you have and put other people forward. And that's not always probably where I was operating from before. And when it comes to servant leadership and mindfulness, you shed some insights, your thoughts? Ah, so, I mean, I think if servant leadership is really about, as a leader, doing what you can for others, then mindfulness is the way to connect the opportunities um, where you can put people forward. So I find all the time where I might be, um, and because I'm in this giving mode and what I can do for others, I'll be talking with someone, and then all of a sudden I'll have a thought, and I'll say, oh, you should go do this. I'm able to make a connection for them that they wouldn't have made otherwise. And so to me, that's the, you know, the servant leadership as I'm just doing it because I want to help them because that's what I believe in. The mindfulness lets me make that connection for them. Interesting. So you connect uh, the right moment, right? Uh, So So I'll give you the great example I gave you. I just did this at a keynote speech. Um, So I was walking the building and usually when I'm walking into the building, I'm on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And um, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, there was this young lady and she seemed really nervous. So I stopped for a minute. I said, you know, what can I do? Can I help you? And that's being mindful in itself, right? Just to notice her. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm interviewing and I can't find the company. And you could tell she was a little, maybe she was a little late. She was a little, you know, bent out of shape. Um, and I said, well, the company's right there. You just take the elevator, you go. And I gave her the directions. And I could have stopped right there. But I said, just hold on for a second. Like, look at me. Take a deep breath. She took a deep breath with me. And I said, okay, so now I want you to say, I'm going to go rock this interview. And she said, I'm going to rock this interview. And she was all excited. And then I sent her on her way with a smile. And I hope to think she got the job. I never saw her again. But that's kind of the idea, right, of mindfulness and servant leadership and wrapping all that together. Yeah, it's noticing. It's a lot important for a leader in a team is to notice the team, how the team is doing, where the help is. Five years ago, I would just walked right past her, right? I really like how you said uh, you can also uh, connect different things. Yeah, you're more aware of your senses and of everything that's happening right now. And maybe somebody's on autopilot or, or talking in a certain way. And you could just, you connect that. You have that feeling. You kind of go with that instinct. You're more aware of, of what's happening and you, you bring it together into one. Exactly. It's what I can offer, right? What I can give. Right, right. Are you doing any practices or techniques with uh, the teams you're working on? Are you bringing any so, mindfulness into it? I haven't tried that. So I have a link event coming up at the end of September, and I should probably tr- try and see if they're open. Usually I do a lot of other type of activities, either around brainstorming or collaboration, but I should try that at the next event and see what they think. It probably would help the whole team mm-hmm. be better problem solvers and come up with different things. I was reading a uh, study that uh, they had two – two different teams in a control group. And before the daily standup, they would do like a breathing technique. And the team, they were working on a similar client, similar uh, roles, uh, tasks that they had to do. And the team that was doing just a simple breathing technique right before the daily standup proved to be more productive and efficient. 
I would believe that. If you think about it, what I'm describing, if all 10, 12 people on the team are able to slow down and make those connections, that's an incredible thing for creativity and problem solving, right? And what's usually preventing us to, to do it? Well, so I think it's a, for me, for sure, I, I have to slow down. I have to really work at that. Um, whenever I do anything, like even public speaking or whatever, I really have to work on just slowing down. So I'm taking everybody with me. I can't say that's for everybody. Um, but I, I do think um, there's just so much pulling at us nowadays, right? And to stay in the moment and be, be aware uh, of what you can, not only what you can do, what the universe can offer to you, but what you can do, right? And that's the servant leadership part is it's not always about what career track you're on or the promotion you're going to get or all the politics involved. You know, there's a lot of times where I'm tested where I give an idea out. You still have that cringing feeling like, oh, like, I hope I'm going to get credit for that. But servant leadership is you just let that idea go. And, you know, it's not about who's getting credit. It's just about the best thing for the process and, you know, the team. And that's a hard thing, right? If you think about that. It's a hard thing because we are not used to that way, right? We are used right. from a hierarchical and, uh, you know, career-based uh, meritocracy all around. And I, I don't think the server leader comes with meritocracy of the individual. It's more of a team. Yeah. It, it's funny because so I teach uh, lean leadership and I, when the students ask about it, it, all I can tell them is that I trust in the value I bring and that people know that. And then it doesn't matter like where the credit goes or all those type of things, right? It's just to trust in yourself and what you have to bring and offer. One I can of the, see you're thinking a lot. <laughs> I don't know if this was what you're expecting. <laughs> one of the things that uh, is not often talked about when you speak about the benefits of mindfulness is the breaking down of the ego. Uh, and a lot of times when we're doing things, we do it for our own benefit because we want to get the credit like you're saying. But if you become aware of that ego, uh, you become aware of the value, like you're saying, added to your idea that, that it could bring, then uh, you sort of overcome the the ego. Right. Not, not with control, not with evil intent, but sort of like, you're there, thank you for being, you're my friend, but there's something bigger and better. And where that really, I talk about this in my book, is um, when, it, for me, it's the emotion, right? Whenever I find myself being emotional, and the only way I want to use emotion now is to inspire people, right? The book is Inspiring Bold, and so it's to bring that passion. Mm -hmm. But if I find like I'm reacting or overreacting or passive aggressive or any of those behaviors, that's when I know it's like ego's knocking at the door, and then I have to kind of rejigger my mind. Because in, in the face of the world and everything, people really mean well. It's just us all trying to bend towards each other and come closer and be a little bit more um, aligned, right? And that's where mindfulness helps. Yeah. Could it be connected as well with the uh, lack of judgment uh, in the mindfulness practice? So explain that a little bit. Because, you know, uh, mindfulness is also bringing one of the main uh, things to consider when you practice mindfulness is also to try to avoid any judgment. So to, it's a non-judgmental practice. So it's like to not give credit for anything, like trying as well to see the things as they are and not 
throughout the filter of you judging. Well, yeah. yeah, I would agree with that because I think, so what I'm describing is when you've already made the judgment, right? So mindfulness would help with slowing you down from making that. Um, you know, there's just been even, I think it's human nature to kind of jump to conclusions, to jump to what, you know, you see a situation presented to you and you kind of make an instant judgment about that. And so, yeah, I agree. Mindfulness would help with slowing that process down so giving people you know being compassionate giving people the benefit of the doubt and so forth what about uh, mindfulness in the workplace do you think it, it works it's possible so i think it's possible and there's two of my colleagues in ann arbor that think it's possible because we're the small group in ann arbor mm -hmm. um, it hasn't taken off quite how i thought it would we've done a few things um, and I'm not sure if that's the culture where we're at, uh, but I totally believe it's possible because I've seen, I mean, it works for me and it works for my colleagues that we have. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I consider myself an example because, um, you know, the, the, the things I'm talking about are really about engagement too. And so I submitted this stuff for, I think, 2019. But if you think about it, the way I think about it is, I could have been, you know, we were acquired, we're a small company, and we went through all the, we're still going through all the change IBM has, right? It's really easy to say, oh, all this is different, and kind of sit back and say, like, what you're not happy with, right? And mindfulness allows you to kind of switch and say, well, that might be true, but at some point you got to switch and say, you're going to go forward, and all the opportunities that IBM is presenting to you, Mindfulness lets you act and seize on those opportunities. So had I not have had that, I don't think I would have written the book. I might have not have keynote speech this past month. Um, all those things wouldn't have come, right? So it's letting go of the ego, which is part of it, and then looking for what, you know, is aligned with your passion and seizing those moments that come. How, how do you practice during your days? Ah, okay. So uh, I mentioned we have a group in Ann Arbor, so we have a time slot where not all of us can make it all the time. So we go there and we use this, uh, the Smiling Mind app or there's guided meditation app. Uh, but the one thing that I wanted to show you guys is, so I keep this at my desk. So this is um, a shell from a family vacation that we had. Mm -hmm. And I will, when I have a free moment, because it's easy to get one minute between meetings, right? I will take this shell and I'll just sit there and look at it. And sometimes I might ask myself a question like, how many points do I think are on the top and try to count them? Or I might look for something new that I never ever saw before, like a different shading or a different um, part of the shell. And I'll just concentrate on that for 30 to 60 seconds. And that's kind of like, I kind of compare it to, if you guys know the movie Inception, mm -hmm. and they talk about totem, like this is my totem, right? So in the movie, they're going back and forth between reality and the dream world and kind of stay, trying to stay in the present moment and the totem keeps them in the moment. So this is my totem. So um, I basically use this when I have a chance, even if I'm in a meeting, and I'm feeling like this meeting's being pretty difficult and hard. I can still pick this up and have it in my hand, and it reminds me to be mindful. 
And we can take anything that is, I mean, a, a cup or, you know, any, 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 a pen or whatever you have around. It, wor- it still works. You don't need it, to have a shell from the sea for it. Exactly. This I like because it reminds me of nature. Oh, of it reminds me of a family vacation and, and that type of thing. But you're exactly right. Yeah. That's good. Thank you, for, thank you for sharing. Okay. So that concludes the present show for today. Uh, Pat, any, anything else you want to ask to Laura? No, I think uh, well, it's great to, to hear what you sh- uh, shared. We definitely recommend uh, our listeners to check out your book. Yes, links are below in the get, description. Hopefully we can find out how that goes in the next few months. And thank you. Have you back. I appreciate it. So thank you so much, Laura. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Pat. And uh, guys, uh, keep sharing and commenting and see you with the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.